Welcome to the Purposeful Parenting Podcast. I'm Harriet Rowe, wife and mother of four adult children, three girls and one boy, all graduates of the United States Military Academy at West Point. Grab a cup of tea or coffee, get cozy, and take in your weekly dose of Purposeful Parenting. Here we go. If I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. 1 Corinthians 13th chapter, verses 1 through 3. Welcome to another episode of Purposeful Parenting. With this still being the month of February, Valentine's Day last week, I figured that what I'd do is take another look at love, this powerful thing that we are in possession of. What do you think about when you think about love? Well, most of us usually think about the people we love and maybe even why we love them. But how many of us think about the true power of love? In 1 Corinthians chapter 13, the Apostle Paul tells us just how powerful love is. He says, if you don't have love, you could speak the tongues of men and of of angels and would sound like a gong or clanging cymbals if you don't have love. And you could have enough faith to move mountains, but that's nothing without love. And you could give everything you possess to the poor, but gain nothing without love. So you see, love is powerful, and all relationships need love. Spouses, parents, friends, bosses, employees, All of us need love. It's not optional. It's essential. And it's not just an emotion. You have to demonstrate love. It must be demonstrated. As each of these virtues are discussed that Paul talks about in 1 Corinthians, think about your relationships and think about how they relate to you and to your spouse, how they relate to you and your children and to you and your relationship with others. Here's how to demonstrate love according to 1 Corinthians 13. Biblical love emphasizes selfishness or selflessness, patience, and kindness. And as I mentioned, 1 Corinthians 13 can provide insights into these virtues. So today we'll take a look at verses four and five, and then next week we'll look at verses six, seven, and eight. Verses four through five says, love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy, it does not boast, and it is not proud. It does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, 
and it keeps no records of wrongs. So let's take a look at each one of these virtues. Love is patient. When you think about this, it encourages understanding and tolerance and the ability to endure difficulties without losing composure. And it also fosters a supportive and compassionate atmosphere. Think about you and your children in relationship to patients. How do you respond if they don't do something as quickly as you wanted them to do? Is there patience? Are you encouraging and fostering a supportive and compassionate atmosphere? And then the second thing that Paul says is love is kind. Now, kindness is an essential element of love. And it involves showing warmth and generosity and consideration to others. Sometimes we know that it's so much easier to show consideration to other people, but it's a little harder sometimes to show it to our family. But kindness is essential element of love. Acts of kindness create a positive and nurturing environment within a relationship. And this contributes to mutual well-being. So when you think about loving your child, are you being kind also and understanding? Are you showing them consideration just as you would others? The other thing that Paul says about love is that it does not envy. It's not jealous. In fact, love discourages feelings of jealousy and covetedness, and it promotes contentment and appreciation for the well-being and success of others. When your children hear you talk about somebody else's promotion, do they hear jealousy in your voice or do they hear you saying that that's a great opportunity for this person and you're happy for them? Do you teach your children not to be envious of what their friends might have or what his or her brother may have? Love discourages feelings of jealousy. So teach your children to appreciate what others have by exclaiming and complimenting the other person, not by standing back and being jealous of what they have. Once again, love discourages feelings of jealousy and it promotes contentment and appreciation for the well-being and for the successes of others. Paul also tells us that love does not boast. It's not proud. How does it feel when you're around someone who's always boasting about what they bought, about their new car, about their new house, and how much their husband have given them to spend on clothes or how they have the credit card and they can do whatever they want? Just boasting. Love doesn't do this. Love is humble. It discourages excessive pride. Instead, it acknowledges the worth and contributions of others and fosters a spirit of equality and mutual respect. So teach your child to be humble. Teach your child to recognize that they are not to go around boasting on, say, their grades. If they got a good grade and they know that there's one person or two people that didn't do as well, do they show off? Teach them not to do that. Do they show off their toys when they have something? Teach your child not to boast and not to be proud. Another thing, love does not dishonor others. 
This emphasizes the importance of treating others with respect and dignity, and it discourages actions or words that demean or belittle, promoting a culture of honor and consideration in relationships. Be careful what you say to your child, because sometimes, whether you know it or not, you can be belittling them if they didn't do something the way you wanted to, wanted them to, and you turn around and say, I've told you a hundred times to do it this way. Don't you ever listen. You're never this. You're never that. Be careful with doing things like that. Love does not dishonor others. This emphasizes once again the importance of treating others with respect and dignity. And you are to treat your child with respect and dignity. And they should see you treating and talking about others with respect and dignity. Love is not self-seeking. Now, what does this mean? Well, it underscores the selflessness and the nature of love. True love seeks the well-being of others before personal gain. It encourages acts of kindness and and generosity without expecting something in return. And last but not least, Love is not easily angered. This encourages emotional resilience and patience. Rather than repeating, reacting impulsively to provocation, love promotes a calm and understanding response, and it fosters harmony, and it prevents unnecessary conflicts. So teach your child, and once again, the best way to teach them is by them seeing you modeling the behavior that we're talking about. Love is powerful, and it's important to teach your child God's love. And you do this by teaching him or her God's word, first and foremost, and by teaching God's love through your actions. Let them see you showing these virtues not just to them, but to other people. And you do this also by always parenting on purpose. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Purposeful Parenting. For more tips on parenting, or if you would like to reach out, please visit me on HarrietRowe.com and follow me on Facebook, Harriet Rowe. That's Harriet with two T's. I look forward to grabbing a cup of tea or coffee with you next week. Feel free to invite a friend. Until then, this is Harriet Rowe reminding you to parent on purpose.